I can't get cold water. Put that shit in the fridge. I don't like cold water anyway. I like room temperature water. No, cold, cold water's good. I love Yeah, ice cold. Ice cold, baby. What's your what's your water? Uh I I I would leave the Brita on the on the countertop. Yeah. Like for room temperature, but but I enjoy some ice occasionally. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Depends. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like a touch you, of ice. If you just want to chug it, you know, like a, no you don't need ice, but if you were going to have it with a meal or something you get some ice. Yeah, or like if I if I make some seltzer, I'm I'm going to If you're overheating on the street, you need an ice water stat and you need to drink it really fast. What if you're overheating somewhere else besides the street? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's an example. Overheating at home. That's just an example of where one would overheat. But, yeah, I mean, uh, overheating in general. I should have brought you a microphone, Sean. We need, uh, you need your own. You just have to get that, like, weird case. Like, they sell them at, at Home Depot, you know, those, like, waterproof case for your laptop mm, so you can like bring it to the construction yeah. site <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the tough book it's like uh <laughs> it's, it's like that meme uh field recording ken like the <laughs> did you guys see that it was like a ken doll with like field recording kit with like a little he's got like orange like a, orange on him like orange <laughs> that, like a yeah and he's got like a portable mic and like a hard case for his his recorder and his headphones that's good. I'd like to raise awareness for the field recorderists among us. You know, I feel oh, like absolutely. I feel like we're unjustly maligned in society. You know, we're picked on. You know, people kind of laugh. White at White men with large Why? microphones. Yeah, and you know what? Like, you know, I was just thinking about field recording today. The ambient sounds in my uh, building because it's very echoey. And did you not do it because you thought someone would would be rude to you? No, I I did make a voice memo on my iPhone, but I don't know how well it it turned out. I've done that sometimes, but you know, it's just because just because you're in the moment, you're like, it actually sounds really good right now. I know, I know. What's the uh, what's the sickest ambient sound you've actually heard? And by ambient, I mean actually ambient, as in occurring. Yeah, I mean, I just mean like kind of just like those moments in our building because we live in a very like big uh reverb heavy old building <laughs> that you can just hear things from the street you can hear things from like the trains uh coming yeah. in still from just inside the building you can hear things from the street you can hear things from within the building on different floors and it just creates this really interesting uh sound space um and if it's like a quiet afternoon, like today, like a Wednesday afternoon when there's not too many people coming in and out, like it just created a really interesting like sonic mm. environment that I wanted to like capture, but I didn't mm. have the necessary equipment because I was just like going out the door. So I just like recorded something on my voice memo, but it just w- wasn't very effective. I don't think, I don't know. That's why you carry the field recording Ken doll around with you at all times. <laughs> do you guys, I, I have a, this is, this is may not be, uh, this is about your building, but do you know, I've been to your building briefly a couple times but do you know other people in your building have you like been in someone else's apartment that lives in your building yeah what what who, who are the other people that like you got like some buddies you go over and like watch tv with no, no <laughs> i mean uh are you like, strangely enough we've been there for like seven years uh we did go to lois when she lived there this older woman who was amazing who i still keep in touch with um who is actually weirdly from detroit also L- lois Lois, she was in her 60s. She worked for like Time magazine since like the 70s. Um, 
She was really cool. Uh, but was her apartment better than yours? It was a lot better, yeah. It was... <laughs> like furniture-wise or size or... Bigger, way bigger, just yeah. Just bigger. Yeah, we live in a pretty, like, tiny place, so... Um, but, yeah, uh, Lois is awesome, but she's living in Ecuador now. Um, yeah, but we're... For, st- for love or for, for business? I don't know. I think she just, like, retired and is, like, living in Ecuador. Those are the only two options? Yes. <laughs> love and business. It's <laughs> probably... It's pleasure, prob- pleasure or pain i don't know it's probably for pleasure i can see her instagram (laughs) she's she's posting lots of instagram yeah she's awesome i'm gonna find her yeah i love lois she was my favorite neighbor love and business is a great heaven 17 album (laughs) damn is that penthouse and pavement That's not a real album, is it's it? It's not a real no. album. It should be. That's that's a that's a Sean be. joke. Oh, I, I that's an everyone joke. I mean, the it's original, an everyone joke. It's the, an everyone joke. Yeah, the original. You know, it's Seanness is only characterized by its C grade nature. The uh, the original uh, name for this podcast was going to be a Heaven Seventeen reference. That's true. Um, so we're a deep Heaven Seventeen. You could always change it. Fan cast. You could change it. We could confuse everyone. <laughs> that's always a good. That's Ruin always a brand. good move. She seems, she's got like, what kind of shoes are those? Tevas? Oh, oh, she's got like slides, Nike slides. I got those same ones in my studio. Yeah. <laughs> Does she have, she has like a a, a, a RV, a Winnebago. <laughs> Damn. This is, she just showed us a picture of, of Lois and she's at the Grand Canyon and now she's, ooh, that looks like a, is that her son or like a lover? Ooh. Lover. Ooh. <laughs> uh, see? <laughs> There really are only two options. <laughs> her son lived in her if apartment. If you want to be my while. lover, you got to pass for my son. Uniqlo, Uniqlo, Uniqlo. What? I hear people whatever. say Uniqlo. I mean, you say Autecker wrong anyway, so whatever, it's fine. Autecker. Autec. It's a West Coast East Coast thing. Just you know, accept it. Um, <laughs> Tomato potato. It's <laughs> fried my brain a little bit there. Um, all right, welcome to Basecamp Beta number twenty-two. Uh, got me, Chris. Me, the other Chris, CZ. Me, Katie. This is Sean, and today we have special guest. Uh, my name is William Burnett. Uh, I'm, I'm visiting. From, AKA. From, from Greenpoint. Yeah, Far, far Trek, <laughs> AKA the legendary DJ uh, speculator. And. Yeah, my, that's my forum name. <laughs> <laughs> have you retired as DJ speculator? No, I, I was speculator rides once again, and, and harder than ever, actually. The other, the other, the other, uh, hard speculating, the other, speculating hard. The other names can, can, uh, go to hell. No. So, w- w- <laughs> D- DJ Discog speculator. What about Willie Burns? Uh, at Willie Burns is, is, is kind of a joke that went on too long, you know, and, and I've had it, you know. 
just kind of <laughs> it was like we, I was like okay I'm gonna make these stupid house records and uh, I did that and it was just kind of like a joke and then that that got popular and then now it's like then people like call me Willie and I'm just like oh I know you don't know me so <laughs> so it's kind of good but has that has it has it advanced into Mr. Burns yet? Uh, yeah, burn. Uh, I get a little burns sometimes. They call me at work because okay. we have fake names at the thing, and um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's a, <laughs> it's just it's it's just it's gone on too long, you know. My, and, yeah. My favorite story about Willie Burns was some like like a like a British guy. I think you told me this yeah. at some point. Like a British guy was nope. like, the name is hilarious, so funny, and you're like, what are you talking about? He's like. Willie Burns, like you, like your dick burns. Yeah, I had no idea that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an STD so joke, dumb. right? <laughs> I, 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 they thought that I knew that joke. It was originally like it was like a, it was supposed to be like okay, some guy that like smokes weed and he like smokes too much. It was just like a, a persona, like this like stupid house. We made up this like thing. It was like uh, some guy from New Orleans that like went to shelter with his brother one time and like heard about house music we like had this whole thing and it was that was willie burns and then it just went on way too long <laughs> and uh and I'm, i don't know i'm over it but i mean you never know but uh i've retired all my names yeah it feels great yeah <laughs> you got a couple you got a couple new ones on the no they're all dead i killed them yeah <laughs> yeah music is over i definitely music is so over man yeah music's done but I, but the thing is now is that I've completely given up. Is that I've been listening to more than I've ever listened to. I'm listening to music. It's amazing. It's great. Like, I I have I have yet to get there. Yeah, Sean, <laughs> you got to get on the music listening train. You're still like a little too black pilled here. You're like I, a little. Yeah. You're like a little he, like he's really anti music lately. Nihilist. I have to say, yeah, yeah, it's really like even things that you would think that he would be like music's re- great, receptive dude. to. We were just talking about Soviet France today. Everyone's loving it. Come on. No, but you get you. I mean, you got more. You probably got more hyped on Spice Girls than you did on on Soviet France. Oh yeah, yeah. it's true. Well, I don't see what the problem there is. I mean, but you two great, two great tastes that taste great together. Don't you? Don't you remember when you would like have this like favorite song and you like listen to it over and over and you like want to play it for all your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Has that happened to you lately? Yeah. With with Mr. O'Sullivan. With couldn't get arrested. Still, still my jam. Oh, God, that is a few months old now. You've got to move on. Yeah, you got to get a new track, dude. <laughs> you really got to move on. No, I mean gonna... I'm I'm rediscovering Look music that I love. What are we like? Gonna take that away from him? It's I like know. I'm not going to. I 14 can't. Fourteen, and you're and you're anything. logging two hundred on the play count of uh, couldn't get arrested. But who wait, I, I, couldn't get arrested? I, I heard the song. I, I listened to your podcast, so I I know what you're talking about. But uh, who I, you said I missed it or I, I didn't stick in my brain? Is it who what? He's a solo artist from Genesis. Genesis. Which guy from Mike Genesis? Rutherford? Mike Rutherford from Genesis. I, I, I know. The best I, known. I must have come across that record. I'm gonna. Find yeah, that's a really. It. It's a LP. Yeah. LP track. Deep cut. I think there's a. The, no, there's there's a twelve a, inch. There's a twelve inch, right? No, I, I I just have the LP. Oh, okay. The twelve inch has. So the, I think a dub mix only. Though. If I oh, I was gonna say if I find the twelve inch, I'll give you the first copy and then I'll take the second one. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but if it doesn't have the vocals, then what's the point? You know. I mean, yeah, well, that'd the, be. I mean, the vocal dub mix seems a bit no, much. The, the dub mix is also amazing. Really? But it might, yeah, sometimes dub mix has, has quite a bit of vocals. So that's true. I mean, I love a dub mix, but that track is so. It'd be you, sick if it was like a real proper dub mix with like the vocals echoed the fuck out and just like a single drum hit. 
just like right. <laughs> the the dub mix is a little bit like that. It's super well. Well, Chris, you said like when you listen to the mix, like you listen to it in the Baldelli mix, and it sounded like a fucked up like like Moody Man track or something. That's actually true. I mean that that track, much as we've been shitting on it, listened to in context, and I do. <laughs> Implore our listeners to uh, go check There's out. There's no the shitting on the mix. track. The track is incredible. The track is great, but it's its own thing. <laughs> but that Baldilly, I, yeah, what he does to, I mean, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, he's a good DJ. Legendary it, DJ turns is out. good. I haven't seen him play yet. I didn't go when he came here. Didn't he come here? He came here a couple like, years ago. Last year, two years ago. He played like an output roof or something. He right? played at LeBan. We went. Oh, oh I, I just couldn't bring myself. How to was that? It. it was great. Yeah. When was Sana and Darren? It was killer. I think that place is sick. I think it's cool. Laban is kind of cool. I like yeah. Mm, I, want, I like Laban. I Damn, I, I feel bad for all these new New York venues who are opening up and all of a sudden we're just like, cool, Laban's the, the spot. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go there. I had a gig there one time and I didn't go. And so I've never but been. Why? I haven't been. I don't know. I just, I, I imagined myself going there and like you go to that weird like list person downstairs and like riding the elevator, in the elevator, elevator yeah. with all these jackasses and like waiting in the bathroom line for people to do drugs. I was like, I'm not going. That's so what you just all didn't about. show up? You didn't even tell them I can't do it? No, I told the other guy I was playing with that I'm not coming. And then later on the whatever the booker guy's name is, I can't remember his name right now, but he asked me and I was like, it's not for me. I was like, I'm sorry. You know, like I, I can't go there. Like I just can't do it. It's, Plus, it's, it's too far. Who wants to? I don't it's know. a tough crowd. I can't. Maybe on a Sunday on the roof, you know, like outside, it's nice. But Friday night, no, no, I'm good. I don't. I don't need. I, I don't need like a four it. o'clock a, a shawarma with my high heels off. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> shawarma. I love that pronunciation. Shawarma. I don't know how you say it. How do you say it? <laughs> oh my god. But that's a great image and a great pronunciation. Yeah. Um, I'm just sweating over here. My glasses are all fogged up. It's it's pretty hot. Yeah, but again, you know, if we turn on the fan, then we're not giving our listeners the best audio quality. Suffer for your art. So right? we have to suffer for our art, and you know, what about those weird like those those like uh, Dyson fans? Do they do they make noise? I have no idea, actually. You know those oh, ones? the ones that are just like a like a like a hole. Yeah, and, and like yeah. your your weed dealer comes over and he gets like stoked on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, like wants to hang out longer. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, that's why we need the Dyson thing. fan." He's like, putting like, his hand in immediately. <laughs> but do you do you really want air is coming out? You really want your weed guy to like hang out in your house? I don't. Well, a I don't have a weed guy. <laughs> I don't smoke weed. Um, do you still have weed guys over there? That's so yeah charming. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're not. We haven't legalized this shit. Maybe, maybe actually here in California, it's actually cool again to have a weed guy because going to the weed store is like really passe. That's for normies. Yeah, now that, that it's, now that it's legal, nobody smokes it anymore, <laughs> right? Are they? No, uh, we 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 still smoke <laughs> it, but the it's like there's such an oversupply glut that the price is starting to crash and. uh well, I mean, I I lived in San Francisco for a little while, and like, uh, so did Sean too. I think, right? No, no, I had I, I had a oh, girlfriend she had a girlfriend. Oh, she, you had a girlfriend. Okay, but but I lived there. God, I hope my parents don't hear any of this stuff. Um, what years are we talking about here? Ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. That is a literal different world. It yeah, may my, as well be a different. My city. rent was like two hundred and eighty five dollars. <laughs> I, I lived one block from uh from 
open mind. I lived on page page, page, oh, page into Visadero on page right there, ten thirty three Page Street. Yeah, um, buddy, lower hate. Middle hate, I would call it. Middle hate. Yeah, that's fair. You're, yeah. Damn, Mid-hate. our West Coast correspondent but, got fucking screwed. But I had a, a <laughs> we had this construction worker roommate who was from Humboldt County, and he would just. I think he would just steal from the like farms or whatever. And he would come home with like, you know, those contractor bags. He would come home with like, you know, 15 or 20 plants just shoved into these contractor bags and like put them in his closet. And you would like ask him for weed and he would just like give you a handful. Like you want some weed? He just like, here's a, you know, like a rip off a branch from a plant with like a bunch of shit. (laughs) So was it like fresh weed? Yeah. It was like Humboldt County, like the weed. But it wasn't dried. No, I mean, you have to like, he would like hang it up in his room. You'd like go in his room and he'd have it like hanging. Um, but he also like had a weird girlfriend and a son that was like 12 or 13 and they all slept in the same bed. It was really weird. It was a, it was a weird time. That sounds really San Francisco. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, well, it's yeah. so much better now. Now you could, instead of doing that, pay the failed second son of some <laughs> tech investor. <laughs> Seventeen thousand dollars a month for your weed subscription on Smoker. S M O K R R. That's it. Uh, yeah. San Francisco is so weird now, though. I don't. I, I, every time I go back, it is I'm, a. I, I don't understand. Shell. I, I mean, when we went, uh, when I lived there, we would. I mean, it was just. I went there for skateboarding, and uh, for some reason. Um, I got lucky. We would go there every summer, like from when I was like 16. And then finally I dropped out of college and moved to San Francisco. And it was just a skateboard. All my roommates were skateboarders, like professional skateboarders. And then we had this weed dealer roommate. And then another one worked at Whole Foods and we would just steal groceries. We'd like go through the- Yeah, that's like, that's the San Francisco. That's what the San Francisco lifestyle used to be. Like that's what everybody in the city did. They were like- Yeah, it was great. It was- was, Yeah. But then I I don't know. We, I, I got too comfortable and I was like, this is way too easy. So I'm just going to move to New York. I'd never even been to New York, and we just, like, showed up and, like, didn't even have a place to live. And you basically, like, immediately started working at the thing, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, we, I'm, I'm originally from Texas, so we stopped in Texas. We, we moved all our stuff, and then we drove in a U-Haul, and somehow I ended up getting mono. Like, my girlfriend from San Francisco came to visit, and I got mono. And uh, so on the drive from Texas to New York, which I'd never been before, um, my lips swelled up and I had like a measles rash like over my whole body. And uh, we drive and somehow we find an apartment on uh, North 3rd and between Kent and Wythe where I lived for a long time. And uh, they weren't ready yet. So we slept in the van or in the truck, like in the loading bay with the garage door closed for a few days. And then finally they like let us move in, but it was still like all construction zones. We had like sweep out all the, all the, and then, that same day I went and I tried to get a job at NYU pool and I tried to get a job at, and I, just, I asked somebody, I was like, what's the nicest gym that has a pool? And I tried to get a job. I got a job at Chelsea Pierce, like, and I had to swim like laps. Like they were like for your, you know, like, are you, can you teach swimming? And I was like, yeah, I can swim. And like, let me show you. And they're like hopping in and swim. So I hopped in and I swim and I got out of the body. And I mean, I got out of the water and my body had this like measles like rash all over my whole body <laughs> but they still hired me so i had, like, immediately different started, city start, started working i was like i was like i just have mono i went to the doctor it's going away you know so if you need to go for a good swim <laughs> yeah Chelsea Pierce pool yeah i mean there's chlorine it's fine you know? on my second <laughs> on my second trip to new york when i was like i had just turned 16 
uh, I went to this noise and power electronics festival on a boat off of Chelsea Piers. Oh, the frying pan. The frying pan. That's exactly what it was. That was a. That's a. That's a. That that's a good venue to have a have a noise festival in. I don't know what I saw. I saw something there. Hmm. I didn't even. I, I I've never even heard of that. I don't think it was. I don't remember what I saw. It was like during like Sasha and Digweed days, though. It was like not. I mean, it was a boat that had been like dredged from the bottom of the ocean, and it was like the entire thing was like a giant piece of rust. It was fucking industrial as hell. Well, crazy. I think we went there because we had. Another we had another job after I moved here. I, we got doing street team, and I think we would go there to pass out flyers or something. That was like mm-hmm. one of the things, like before the internet or whatever, you would like pass out flyers at parties. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you could get these jobs where people would pay you to pass out flyers. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be able to get jobs to do all sorts of things in the music industry, like make music. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> How how much does passing out flyers pay? Like how much did it pay back in the day? We worked. Uh, I worked. This is. A, I might might be more. I might talk about this guy more. But Josh Houtkin, JDH. He's a, he does the fixed parties now. But I grew up with him in Texas, and we have a mm-hmm. long history together. He was living in L.A., and I moved out here, and then I was here for a little while, and he came out here, and he was doing street team out there, and we got a job for this. I forget the name of the company. But you would get a client and you would write these reports and you would get a disposable camera and you would take photos. Like everywhere you put flyers, you would take a picture and you would just lie. You would just write like how many hours you worked a week. You would be like, yeah, I worked 40 hours this week. We would do it all in one day for like six clients. Like drive around and, drive around in my Honda. And we made so much money. It was like ridiculous. Damn, sick. We like go to Times Square and like, you know, Michael Jackson would come and walk out and you like throw flyers over the crowd and like take a picture. And then you write down like eight hours, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 10 bucks an hour or something, you know, like whatever. Damn. But um. I can't remember the name. What of if we what if we distributed what if we went to parties and distributed flyers with a QR code that linked to a Spotify playlist on them? <laughs> if this is that San Francisco <laughs> thing. I, I mean, that would probably be successful. I'm just saying. I've never used a QR code in my life. Yeah, neither have I. But that I mean that that reminds me there now okay, another this is is this gonna be too big of a change of subject, but now I see the people they have the scanners on their phone, not for the QR code, but for the barcodes. And they do it for all the records and the books and the c- CDs at the thing. Oh really? Like, like, like Amazon checking. Life. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's, it's really yeah, sad. They like sit they like pretend like they're in, like we don't know they're doing it and they like sit in the corner and scan all the CDs and they look for the ones that are worth more than three dollars. But that's fucked up. And they do it with the books too, and you're just like, oh, oh. What happened to digging? I mean, you know, like uh, technology, like you could, it, it takes the fun out of it for sure. That's the new economy, Sean. It's the new economy. I didn't like the old economy either. <laughs> well, but but if it makes you feel better, we the people that do that, we really treat them like shit. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so for context, Will works at this shop, the thing. <clears throat> a legendary uh, New York Greenpoint institution, uh, a junk shop with 150,000 records. No, it's, I mean, I, it's way more than 150,000. 200,000? It's, it's probably like eight or 900,000. Eight or 900? <laughs> I've never been there, but I've seen pictures of it, and it looks like a, like a dungeon in the best possible way. No, I mean, it's, like, it's too much. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> well, I, I finally convinced him to start, we started donating to, um, to goodwill 
So I've been going through the records that are like have been there forever, and 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 I'm like, okay, we need to get rid of this hundred and twenty crates, and he and he takes them to Goodwill. So things are starting to move out That's finally because they're like, okay, well, we need a the entire the none of the aisles were open in the basement, like it's just, right, it's just totally closed off. And the, the fire department came and they're like, well, you need thirty six inch aisles. I'm like, well, this is not. Gonna, <laughs> 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 Good luck. Yeah. Well, I somehow I managed to do it, but it. it you know, and then you, as soon as they come back for the fourth check, then I just put everything back the way it was before. But I don't know. I, I How much of the stock do you know, Will? Like, uh, uh, like, like, do you, is it, are you like, like a keeper of like the forbidden knowledge and, and you know where to find all these weird records that are in the stacks or are you just kind of. I mean, I think that's a, a weird, uh, a misconception that people have is that, uh, that I'm taking everything. Like I, I get that a lot. <laughs> They're like, you get first pick, you get first. Dips. Right. But what, I think people don't realize the scale of, of what comes into that place. Like the reason why it's such a mess is that it's, it's crazy. Like an average week, I would say about 80 crates of records comes in. So, so to break it, it's like a hundred, let's just say a hundred, hundred records per crate. So that, that's how many records are coming in a week. So, you know, I'm not there all the time. So, First of all, you know, I'm not there when they first arrive. My first job is to just find a place for them. So that's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a physical thing. So I'm not really looking at the records at that point unless, you know, it's obvious the record, the crate has been like submerged and it's completely full of mold. Or it's like <laughs> all show tunes or, you know, or just, you know, like some like battle rapper DJ thing. Like then I'll just throw them away. But, um, you know... It's it's uh I I'm not uh my the my knowledge is is that if you want to find records you it takes time that's my yeah. and you know and and uh, you should just pick a spot and just go through them you know it's not going to be anything you're looking for and uh, mm-hmm. you know if you think you're going to find four hundred dollar records it's going to take you you know forty hours to find <laughs> right so you're going to minimum wage it's a it's a it's a minimum wage scale there's people that you're gonna ha- earn your keep. <laughs> have already done it before you you know you're not the first one going through it of course you can still find stuff um but it, it's in there but it's it's a it's a serious serious work um but yeah we get a lot of records I used to go all the time and because I don't really you like music anymore I yeah I hate music so uh, but even $2 for a record is kind of expensive now. You're like, oh, do I really want this for $2? It's more about the space. It's yeah. more just like, why do I need more records? This, it's more shit that's going to sit on my floor. Well, you haven't moved in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get some storage space. I can't afford that. But no, they, like you know, like get a get a shelf to put on top of your shelf, you know? Utilize that vertical... That might happen very soon because we are adding shelves, more shelves. Add shelves. That way you can maybe need afford more, pro- more shit. Maybe you need more projects. Vertical integration. Yeah, dude. Just like get a step stool. You got a, you got an elevator. We do have an elevator. Is there a freight elevator too, or just a just the just the just one the elevator? elevator. So but it's 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 big. Yeah. yeah. So you're in like a pre-war, like yeah. six floors, seven mm. floors. Six. We're on the six. We're on the sixth. What does pre-war mean? That's that's a good thing, right? Vietnam War. Pre <laughs> pre Iraq. <laughs> yeah, it's pre pre Gulf War. Yeah. I 
Not sure why that was so funny, but yeah, it is. Me neither. I mean, obviously, pre-war means pre-both world wars. I don't, for you, first world war, right? It's funny because I don't or really no, know. Or no, or just first, that, second world war. That's not obvious to me as a as a. We don't even know. Yeah, that's. I think that's why it's funny because none of us know. I don't think anyone I think knows. It that. means okay. pre-second cool. world war. Yeah. Maybe the Spanish-American war. But. <laughs> Civil War. I, it could be. It could be just a pre-World War One. I think it's because, World War Two. Yeah, it must be because that, that would be my guess. If I had to like yeah. fill it out on a yeah, multiple exactly. choice, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. big one. I have uh, no idea why the San Francisco Victorians are called Victorians. I don't know what that refers to. Is that like Victor? Is it? Is it a particular style of architecture from like yeah, Victorian from, it, from, from the Victorian era? Yeah, because yeah, if you go to the, some na- neighborhoods in London, they look very similar to. Oh, I yeah. just I just googled it. A pre-war apartment is one that was built before World War II. Yeah. Authorities differ on whether it includes units built before 1900, but brownstoner. Remember when you used to wonder and you like couldn't look it up right away? <laughs> yeah, back when back when like like you used to have to work to know things. I know. I like. I like. Find myself losing the ability to even know things. Like I'm forgetting what knowledge is because it's so (laughs) readily accessible. I'm just like, knowledge isn't important, CZ. That's the (laughs) that's the point. We talked about this before on an episode about how like because everything because all knowledge is available at all times, you don't actually have to know anything. Right. Like you can just look it up, so you don't like. We could all leave here and just well. Now we know that it's World War Two, but like you know, <laughs> I don't. I prefer I prefer us all leaving here thinking it was a different war. Like I wonder what Go war it was. Yeah, I'm 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 going back. I have no idea what war it was, so I'm a blank slate here. Return but, to a state of innocence. Yeah, exactly. Why Why is having a pre-war apartment good is it like are, it's were, probably, were they it's, built differently it's or probably what? pretty big vintage yeah. dude it's not vintage, actually right, that right, great right. because all of those buildings are like full of roaches and loud radiators and loud radiators mm. well that's the radiators how, haven't been so bad but we do have to have um boilers like re, re repaired constantly so randomly you'll see a note in the window in the in the entrance being like uh, you won't have hot water from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's like basically take a shower before tomorrow, and you're like, "Fuck!" But you could always boil water and put it in the in the and tub. bathe yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Scalding. the other day I had to go without a shower, and I had to go to work, and it sucked. Because huh. I like to shower <laughs> I'm, I'm, every single day. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're here for you. Uh, I know this is my sob story. I didn't shower one day. I know it's really tough out there. I love you could not use the showering. one. There's one at Control you could use. Yeah, there's a shower in Control. <laughs> <laughs> is it on your way? <laughs> isn't isn't it filled with bubble wrap still? No, it looks almost. There's a there's some uh, sawhorses in there. <laughs> yeah, usually it's filled with bubble wrap. Ah. Bubble wrap is what all showers should be filled. One with. One thing I did I have noticed is that since moving back to Manhattan, I don't have a noisy radiator anymore. Everywhere I've lived in Brooklyn, noisy-ass radiators. Everywhere I've lived in Manhattan, Where no, do you live now, no, no, no noisy radiators. I live in Harlem now. Oh, cool. Okay.
you guys want to talk about podcasting or what? Yeah, let's talk about uh, YouTube. I, I, I watched Joe. There was no uh, episode of Nine Club this week. I was really upset. What's Nine what Club? Is Nine Club? It's a skateboarding podcast that comes out every Monday. Mm. But if you're like a member, you can watch it on Sunday. Ooh, then, Ooh that's smooth. Yeah, is that have, the one that's like like seven hours of people just skateboarding? They're not skateboarding. They're talking about skateboarding. Right, right, right. Yeah, but they interview like a skateboarding people like people you everybody would know the ones people know they would have like spike jones was on there like bam margera tony hawk and then but they have like a different uh people but it's it's the same format you know as like a but there's like you know two main guys and then like the other guy with a button and they interview a guy and they talk for however long and some people drink and some people don't they had little wayne on there you said um, it's Seven hours? No, it's not. The longest one I think was a uh, uh, Mike Vallely, Vallely, however you say that. Uh, I remember that guy. He was on for like a he was maybe four in Tony hours. Hawk's Pro Skater four three. hours. Pro, there probably a lot of people from the video games were on there. What's 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 uh, <laughs> new and hot in the world of skateboarding? Like what what's the new shit? Uh, mm, I don't skateboarding. Sporting really hasn't ever changed. It's always kind of been like uh, it's the same as what's hot now in, yeah. in youth culture. It's authenticity. Pe- yeah. People who are yeah. themselves and uh, are doing what they like. You know, I think that's kind of is that hot theme. right now in youth culture? I think so. Do you think authenticity is back? Because I thought authenticity was out. <laughs> <laughs> no, thought- it's in. But brands. I were. think it just means something different these days. Right? I think it was like Maybe. self yeah. self care was 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 hot for a little while. Maybe it still is. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like hope punk. People that are like <laughs> always want to reference hope punk, and that was just like a little blip on Twitter. What dude. is hope punk? <laughs> it's nothing. Uh, clearly, it's like Sean's major oh, influence. Hope, hope punk. It's 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 going to be big. It's the yin to your yang. <laughs> <laughs> Your, I think it's, um, ni- your nihilist gabber. <laughs> God, it, I think it's Godspeed, you Black Emperor adjacent. Hope punk. I thought that really? was. I thought that was emo. I mean, Godspeed, 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 you Black Emperor is like eighteen years ago or something, right? So no, that shit is still cracking. Um, really? Oh, no yeah, one in New York listens to that, dude. Nobody. Uh, that that's what you might think, but I bet they're selling out. Large venues. But it's from people, still bridge and tunnel. <laughs> but we're not. We're so not. I would, we don't. We don't have our fingers on the pulse. Okay. Here. At this podcast, if, we if it, we have no idea what's going if on. If it were Mogwai, I might go see Mogwai. Honestly, I might. Is Mog- Mogwai Scottish? Yeah, I saw Godspeed in like two thousand, and it was sick. Are they from Texas? They're. El Paso? I think Canadian. No, I, I get them. Mixed up. They're Canadian. from Quebec. What's the band? Yeah. From, what's the band from El Paso? I get them mixed up. They have another. Oh, another like like post rocky dri- at the drive-in. I always another get, hope yeah. punk apparently <laughs> band. <laughs> I always mix them up with that band at the drive-in for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, they're that's, like they're that, emo. That has nothing to do with each other, yeah. but nothing they're like the same in, in my at brain. At the drive-in is like angry, like. That's what Screamo I, rock. That's what I think Godspeed You Black Emperor is. No, it's like orchestral post rocky. Oh, I thought they were like unwound or something. No, no. We no, were no, just talking like about really unwound. We're just talking about unwound. Oh. Which is one of my favorite bands, TBQH. I've never listened to Godspeed You Black Emperor. I just assume that their average song length is like 11 minutes. Is that wrong? It is. It's like, no, that's, it's okay. like, that's yeah. correct. It's that's, like Band of Horses or something. <laughs> band of ho- what even is that that's like the music that's like whenever you see those like bmx videos where they're doing like ridiculous stuff like 
on a British farm. Yeah. Th- that's but the band of horses farm. is from like 2007 though. That's when I remember that. I, I, and like and Vice always giving it like a thumbs down be like this is horse shit. <laughs> horse shit. Wow. <laughs> Worse than you cow know, shit. Yeah. It's band of horse shit. You know. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't I don't know. I I get so like I know indie rock from the '90s, but I'm—I've been so deep into whatever I've been into like, that I'm completely out of touch with indie. I've been like revisiting stuff from like the early 2000s and late '90s, and I'm kind of just torture Sean with. Yeah, I watch all those like Stephen Merritt interviews. I'm like obsessed with. I l- I love Stephen Merritt. Stephen Merritt is sick, but I only know him personally. <laughs> Humble brag. That, no, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding because he's like, like a very. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a very good customer yeah. of controls, and like so, like See he, magnetic fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I getting, yeah. yeah okay. But I just like was dealing with him like a lot. And, like super nice guy would yeah. come in, like very like knowledgeable but about. He's a stuff. super tech guy though, too, right? Yeah, he see. I mean, he's like super. He's, he's a gear hoarder. Yeah, he knows what's up. Like he really wanted to like, you know, learn about stuff. Very like kind of soft spoken. Just like kind of like those customers that are like really great, yeah. And so I was like, so, and then like one day someone was in the shop and just like very sheepishly like as he was leaving was like, oh my god, I like love your music, and I was like, oh, so like who is this? Whoever I was working yeah. with, I was like, well, who is this guy? He was like, oh, he like did this band, the Magnetic Fields or whatever. I was like, okay, but no, I, I'm, I'm interested in and my 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 humble brag story about him is is I used to DJ at Plant Bar on. Tuesday, no, not Plant Bar, uh, Beauty Bar, on, on Tuesday nights or something like that. And uh, Stephen Merritt wanted our night, so they kicked us out. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 re- I remember, I remember that. Night. I, think, I think it came out to that night or yeah, something. Probably, I don't know. I was were, planning on going. Yeah, they were like, they really hated us. They were like, <laughs> we're giving your night to Stephen Merritt. But I was like, that's cool. I like my night of fields. What's the latest? <laughs> what's 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 the latest in the um? rock guys making techno records space oh good question i have no idea i feel like there is a god what's the what's the sonic youth guy's name fuck thurston moore yes uh lee ronaldo i feel like i'm thinking of the thurston moore pitchfork blog or like interview or like or like video or something where he talked a lot of shit about techno and i feel like now maybe he said he's making a techno record that could be possible yeah, I don't. What he I, talked yeah, a bunch who, of shit. I don't care. I hate yeah. Sonic Youth. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Why? Tim Gordon has some new record. Out, uh, Teenage so. Riot is a good song. That's about it. <laughs> you, that is like that's one where, of the most important and influential bands, and no, a very no, important no, band no, to no, me no. specifically. I don't, what what's there not to like? I don't. I feel like that's one of those bands that like uh, people say they like when they pretend like they like music. What? <laughs> That's a very. It's a very. It's a very like. That was uh, probably the case twenty years ago, but I don't think it is now. <laughs> I don't. Really? I just never really. I feel like Sonic Youth is still like one of those bands where, like, if you're out at a bar or whatever, or you just like meet someone. It's like you. You. It's like the band you say to be like, I'm in. I'm seriously into music on like this. You know, like. I'm That's a real um, either that or reggae. No. <laughs> one o tricks point never these days. That's the. Oh God! Is it? We, we just sold them a yeah. bunch of tapes at the thing. Chase, Chase got him. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to sample them and make a record that sells a million. Copies. Yeah, that's why we overcharged him. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. 
terrible. But he seems nice. He seems like a regular. I don't know him at all. He, I met him a couple times uh, outside of a wherever co-op. Uh, what's Mexican Summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you guys read the resident advisor like recap review of the Rapture record written by Matt McDermott? It was yeah. fucking fantastic. Wait, what? Yeah, he. I, I, so they, yeah, there, there, there's like a they, they they've been doing this thing where they do like a long form review of a record that was really influential or, or like really important, and they just did one. Um, Matt McDermott wrote it about uh, the Rapture House of Jealous Lovers. Was that the LP? Like, no, it was no, the, no, it was well, no, it was the I single, assume. and it was the single that really like it really just completely changed the fucking game in in the states as far as electronic music is concerned. Because after that record. You had this entire legion of fans who basically grew up hating electronic music or like scorning it, and then all of a sudden realizing like, oh shit, this beats kind of cool. bangs. I would just like to chime in here that I was listening to Happy Hardcore at the time, so <laughs> you win. I, I got, I got, uh, I was thirteen and listening to Bang a lot. Bang. I, I, I got pointing it. My, my, uh, I got a. I just. I interviewed Matt McDermott for my podcast. And, oh. uh, and, we're not uh, we're not uh, plugging your shit. And uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'm I'm not worried about that. But uh, I read. It. I thought it was a good review. I, mean, I did too. And 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 I think it it really makes clear the way that that record sort of paved the way for so much of what's happening right now. Where it's like that record paved the way for DFA. Like it it put I mean, DFA, yeah, DFA on the map. put it out. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, but there was, like, a, there was a couple of releases even, before that that were that like I think yeah, the, Juan McLean had one, and there was a well, the, I, I, I don't know if the Juan McLean record was after that, but was definitely the, the like single, the, the LCD the single, uh, "Losing My Edge" was before "Jealous Lovers," I think, and that I think there was a couple before that. That's yeah. the I, I think uh, "Losing My Edge" was the one that really put DFA on the map. I hated all this stuff when it came out. So. Yeah, Whatever, was, dude. James Murphy farted on Momo, so you know like that. <laughs> what does that mean? James Mo- <laughs> Murphy farted on one of my closest friends years ago at WMYU, and I. It's just fucked up. Uh, was you know, it intentional? Was it like a like uh, a, according like to directed? According to Momo, it sure, it absolutely was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like a joking, jokingly, or like as a weapon. Like he stared at Momo. And Tim Sweeney was, you know, looking the other way, I guess, and just let one rip, like at him. And <laughs> all I know is, you know, like I'm loyal. Did to he my like f- turn his turn his butt to like apparent? Look, I just I'm loyal well, to my I, friends. I eye trust them. And you know? the butt at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's some posture. Yeah, and <laughs> it's all that MMA. <laughs> that, that really that feels like like. Two years ago, that would have been like a headline feature on like Vice. I got farted oh, on by Dave. <laughs> it really happened, though. <laughs> I don't know. You see, he always seemed nice to me. I don't know. Seems like sometimes you got to fart. Him. Momo got his revenge. Don't worry. Oh, he farted back on him. He did fart back. Oh, on James see, Murphy. so it's okay. You know? It's okay. Years later. Oh, then fart years later. Back. Years later. Like two years ago. The, the world. Yeah. The world is balanced again. Yeah, we were at. We were at. We were at Four Horsemen, and uh, <laughs> and he saw him, and he farted at him. Right? I'm not kidding. Yeah, this is. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he just open a club next? I heard he, there's oh, a Diddy club Brio, yeah, next door right? to, next to the wine bar. I've never been. And apparently, the band's the only good club. So, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody told me yesterday or something, and I I don't really leave Let's my. Let's do the base camp night there. I don't think right. after this farting stuff. 
hey, that's the, that's the best press he's gotten in, in years. He, I mean, he might he, he might enjoy it, you know. <laughs> <sighs> you guys need to be nice, you know. This, We're nice. Look, I, I, look, you with the shock jock mic telling people to be shock nice. Shock jock mic. <laughs> A lot. Let me borrow it. You know. Yeah, but we're not being mean. We're just we're telling a funny just, anecdote. That's I, this is know. just you know like reporting on the ground. Like, did you guys watch the Tim and Eric movie with him in it? No, I helped the him comedy. Ca- no, I helped him carry a couch one time, but uh, that, that's all. That's my James Murphy story. I I <laughs> recommend watching that movie if you generic. If you are a the billion, Tim and Eric. billion dollar movie. No, no, uh, it's called the comedy. That's and oh. it stars it stars Tim and Eric and James Murphy, and it is maybe I heard that wasn't of, funny. It's well, oh god, it is one of the most difficult things to watch I have ever watched. But I don't really like Tim and Eric, so I'm not a good uh, a judge. Mm, okay, yeah, I like Tim and Eric, but I Tim and Eric not being funny didn't really that that it didn't sell it for Why me. Why is it so painful? Um, because the whole movie is about essentially taking the Tim and Eric shtick and basically pushing it way far past the point of no return and depicting it in situations where other people like aren't in on the joke. I, 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 I'm not explaining it well, but it's, um, it's yeah, just, I'm totally, very lo- I'm totally lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know anything about that at all. I never heard of it. I, n- I don't know Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric are pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What 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 what's good on YouTube? What's good on YouTube? Yeah. Um, what else is what else is hopping on YouTube? We we got through uh, skate videos. I like Joe Rogan a lot. Right. But I mean, what's he talking weird. about? What's he talking about these days? He had Bobcat Goldweight on. Oh, okay. Cool. That be that's I, I, it's not a I think people need to take it for what it is and, and they'd appreciate it a lot more. It's not a it's not some. Uh, the last Joe Rogan I listened to was uh, on some alien stuff, which is oh with with the the guy from that worked at Bob Lazar. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, now, what do you think? Is he a liar or not? I, I'm not. I. I I'm so removed from the alien thing because like I appreciate it a lot. Like on it, I grew up like you know listening to like Art Bell and stuff, and I I like that it's out there. Like I was always really into it. You can listen to Bob Lazar on Art Bell. It's on SoundCloud. I know, I know. I think it's also on YouTube. Maybe yeah. But um, so I love that. I love. I don't know who these people are. This is way confusing. You know, Art Bell is a coast to coast. Like when you're, you you're never dr- listen to coast to coast. It's like when you're riding in a tour van in the middle of nowhere, and you're listening to the thing, and like all of a sudden they're talking about aliens or Bigfoot. Okay, yeah, yeah. on the radio, it's just ninety. It's like the encapsulation of all nineties. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like Alien, Bigfoot. Okay, um, he was like know. a first wave Alex Jones. Yeah, like a- AM radio, yeah, not so yeah. much. Not so much a complete human piece of garbage. Right. <laughs> I think Art Bell is not a human piece of garbage. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. But um, he's just really into cryptids. And then, yeah, Alex Jones would like take that and then run with it. And then right. all of a sudden, and then he right. became one of the worst human beings in the and, universe. And, and, and so the other guy that he's, he, the guy that is being interviewed is Bob Lazar. That The other guy that you don't know who he is, he supposedly worked at Area 51. Oh, okay. And, like, right, right, worked right. on spacecraft. And, like, and, he, like... Right. His thing is he, like, has some element that's... And like, this is this yeah. is why there's been all the, like, the, the storm Area 51 
Well, that's calls. been like other stuff because of all the videos and lately. And the guy from Blink right. One Eighty Two also the, very into it, right? And apparently, right. and this is <laughs> these will be the only nice words we talk about or ever on the podcast. But apparently, Hillary Clinton was also a little bit of a alien. In- interested in alien stuff. A stan? Uh, is yeah. she an alien stan? I guess so. But, she stan for aliens? <laughs> but I don't but, but I don't buy it because if anyone's gonna like have have talked to the aliens already, it's fucking her and Bill, right? So you know <laughs> it's true. But um yeah that was the last Joe Rogan I listened to. Yeah I, I, I can't I had a hard time with that one because he, he's the Bob Lazar seems very uh, convincing but you know I never, uh, you know, show me, show me the proof. You know? I just got amused because then it would like kind of, uh, I don't know, there was like some other guy yeah, on. Yeah, the other guy really made it awful. Yeah, because he would always be like, well, I've reviewed the documents. It's yeah, like very like yeah. dumb guy stuff who like grew up watching yeah, like action movies he, and like. He's like a guy who works in a brewery. I don't, I mean, I don't want to call a worker, you know, a dumb guy, but you know, just like there's a lot of that energy of like. Haircuts, tattoos, <laughs> denim. <laughs> Just like, like a, a Red Wings. Just like really convincing yourself that you're living that you're living in like an X Files episode, you know? Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I, I. It's it's pure entertainment for me. But I, I mean, that's one of the podcasts I listen to. I really like the science ones more than the right. You know, politics. Than the, yeah, politics is just a just depressing. You know, like it's just whatever. There's no reason to even talk about it because it never changes. We're not doing anything about it. You know, there's you know, doesn't matter. <laughs> It's really, and, and I'm the nihilist. <laughs> it's sad. I mean, you you you, fin- you spend all you know. You wake up every morning and you like check. Has is Donald Trump still our president? And yes, he's still our fucking president. It's crazy. Like so, and, and that just I, it. I've been uh, hyper normalized or whatever. It's normal yeah, yeah, now. So yeah. it worked. Whatever that. Whatever they're whatever is happening. Well, we all. It's like everyone feels super powerless. It's like you also wake up and you're like. Is the war in Yemen still going on? Yeah. Yep. Like, is like ICE still doing horrible shit? Yep. But Can I, I pay my bills? Nope. nope. But the Do thing I have is, healthcare? Nope. Yeah. But it's also the other weird thing is too is that it's also the best time it's ever been in history. You know, there's probably the least amount of war, the least amount of of hunger. Maybe well, maybe it's. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I we don't know the real numbers, but I think yeah. it's also probably. A, you know, they just got some clean water in Dakar or what, you know, like it's like stuff is getting better. Right. I mean, it's hard there, to there, say, there but it's those, also getting there are worse. Those metrics. Yeah. Like it, it's, it, it's not that I don't, I just don't think it's, it's that simple. Like, yeah. yes, like there is, there's been a huge amount of development in, in, you know, in, in, in just in the, in the developing world. Yeah. I mean, um, you, everybody has access to the, or not everybody, but a lot more, more people, people have do, it. Yeah. yeah. At the same all, time, like, like, yeah, like the planet is about to die and, uh, you know, but also, we didn't have like the technology in that time to like carry out like you know the like insane atrocities that we do in Yemen. Right, right. You know, right. like that was not possible. You know, at any other time in history, to just I like, don't know. I always come. There's like a. Um, I still I can't find it to back it up, but there's like a Phyllis Diller interview, and, and she, get, <laughs> she, get, she gets she gets she gets she gets asked about politics. And she's like, I don't really follow it. They never change. And and I like since I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, she's right. I mean, you know, shit's always fucked up. Like, what's the that's point? True. You know, like why are we so worked up about this stuff? It's like none of us are doing anything about it. We're just, you know, we might as well just like be nice to each other and not 
not like a have a lot of garbage and not be shitty to each other, you know, like uh, yeah. And if everybody did that, maybe it'd be cool, but no. I mean, well, <laughs> things are really bad, and people have to do things to change them. So I think that's like a pretty. I mean, I like I I, I get the sentiment there, and it's not like I'm like super politically active, but I yeah. think being like being totally defeatist about it, it will like like we were just kind of getting at earlier is My- like that that that's that's being. If you're totally defeatist about it, that's that's being in service of the status quo. Yeah, but my uh, Chase, the, my business partner in Specs, he has an idea for an app, um, and uh, my friend Elliot came up with a name for it called the Snitch App. But this was supposed to, after I discussed it with him, is that you know he th- he thinks the only way that for society to uh, move on now is to you should be able to like take a picture of somebody like if they're doing something wrong. Or like you know, you, they're, so everyone's they're, they're, a cop. They're double parked, is that- and, and then you get a you you. There's a fi- you. They get fined, and you get a percentage of the fine. That's just what Twitter is. <laughs> and That's that basically is kind Twitter. Of, that is we can call it the is. snitch app. Oh god! But Chase Chase <laughs> came up with that idea. Honestly, like we're not far off from yeah, that, the- and that's terrifying. <laughs> there's a in the in the in the Bart station that 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 I I get off of every day to go to work. The entire station has been taken over by a Twitter ad campaign, and I fucking hate it. And it, I can't stand it, and I fucking want it to leave. The the every single advertising space in the Bart station is posted up with tweets, pictures of tweets, talking of of, of like people talking about why they like Twitter, and it just makes me want to die. But you're talking about it now, so uh, it worked. I mean, yeah, it's 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 effective. Sure. That what do they say um, about tweets? Like, I tweet. Uh, it's in- it's like Twitter is great. Twitter is cool. Twitter is like a party that you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, oh, that's, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, it, the, the Twitter guy, the Twitter guy was on Joe Rogan a couple times. That makes sense. Yeah, I can't remember his name. That doesn't surprise me at all. Jack. Yeah, he was on twice, I think. Like, like one, he had to like he was on once, and then everybody got really mad at what he said, so he had to like go back and, and defend himself. <laughs> we haven't we haven't had any like uh, you know major tech industry people on the show yet. No, you haven't had any major people yet. Yeah, just yeah, just some, some minor ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we called Elon Musk racist in the last episode, so I don't know that <laughs> well, why is it anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> we, we blew our ties. Shit. All right. Well, why is he racist? Does he buy? Does he buy uh, modules? <laughs> he might. He he. It's possible. Shit. He probably makes his own. Yeah. What kind of mu- what kind of music do you think he makes? Oh God, he makes bro it's step. bad. I don't bro think. He, I don't think he listens Elon to music. Musk makes it's terrible. Lo-fi house. He collabs with Grimes. Yeah, right? he and Grimes are trying. Are, are yeah. I don't think he listens to music. But he listens to Grimes, his girlfriend. He doesn't listen to that shit. He just wants uh, some street cred. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably true. Actually, Elon Musk does not strike me as a as a he as a have, digger. He as someone who knows much about music. He doesn't have time for that stuff. He doesn't. It's not. Oh, interesting. I think he. I mean, he. But given his Twitter, he definitely has time for it. Does he? He does seem to be. Does he have? Does he ever like tweet? Put like a YouTube link to like a put Sebado or something? No, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny if he did. He's never like had like a, a a Twitter link to like a favorite song or something. Or I don't follow him, but <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of can't imagine. He does tweet like a lot about like being on drugs, right? 
I, some, you gotta have time to be on drugs. That, that, that drugs takes cool. up time. Someone I know, he probably said has they that. have the same uh, dark web drug dealer as him. <laughs> said that he does definitely do drugs. Does he have a Dyson fan? <sighs> I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I don't. This know. is a this this is you know not a this is a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did listen to the there's a podcast that like is it how it's made? It's not. It's like how it's made, but the guy who invented the Dyson vacuum cleaner. That sounds. It's like cool pretty one. interesting. That sounds like a cool metal band, actually. <laughs> Bong Incarnate. Bong Incarnate, yeah. yeah. What's that? There's a shitty band. Called, there was already a band called Bong Water. Yeah. That shit, yeah. That shit yeah. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Truth in advertising. Oh, jeez. Stoner metal is a very underrated genre, though, in my opinion. I don't know anything about I know I saw Monster Magnet one time, and, and I, I sat down and puke. <laughs> like one of those nights where you're like really tired and you go sit down in the corner of the club and you're like oh my hand is in puke <laughs> that's what i remember about stoner rock damn yeah well i mean what's stoner metal like other than sleep or you know, like like sun? you know electric wizard Does is the sun classic count as, yeah the sun I count i don't know black sun Sa- would not black i Sabbath? would not call sun stoner metal <laughs> or stone just sun just like drone metal yeah yeah but there's definitely a lot more shit out there. There's a cool, there's an Italian band. Fuck, what's it called? Goblin. <laughs> Think you're thinking of Goblin, Chris? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm I not saw Goblin in 2000, 99, 99 or 2000 play. Did, did they shred? Uh, it, it was Claudia Simonetti playing with Demonetti. Or, 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 not Demonetti. What was it called? Demonia was his band All at right. the time. I, I, I am thinking of the band called UFO Mammoth. He's, he's using the internet. Yeah. UFO Mammoth. UFO Mammoth. U-F-O-M-A-M-M-U-T. UFO Mammoth. No idea. They're Italian, and they shred. It's very like slow, psychedelic, weird, kind of trippy, psyched-out metal. Sounds mm. okay. It's really good. Sounds fun. Yeah, I only listen to like Thin Lizzy or something. The the important part of my Goblin story, though, is that the opening band for Goblin was like a local, uh, this was a a Chiller Theater, I think. The opening band was a local like Connecticut prog rock band called Archimedes Frisbee. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the lead singer just spent the whole set complaining about how Claudio Simonetti was borrowing gear from them. Ah. <laughs> wow. Well, shit. Did they shred? <laughs> did Archimedes fr- Frisbee shred? Did you buy I, Did you buy a shirt? I, I No, I didn't buy a shirt. Did you buy a I, CD? I, I, Claudio signed my LP of the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack. Signed your tits. <laughs> Should have. I didn't, didn't have the... Uh, <laughs> didn't have the chest that I, I I have now back then. Oh man, I do yeah, I, make, I, I do I do YouTube yoga every day. You do YouTube yoga. Yeah, every day? I, I take a nap and then I do yoga for. I try to do. You take a minutes. nap every day. Yeah, I take a nap every day too. It makes. When do you take naps? Uh, I about from four thirty to six thirty, a two hour nap. Oh, oh wow! Is the king of taking I take, naps. I yeah. take my naps from two to two seventeen. No, I do. A, I do a two hour nap. Mm. Shout out to your YouTube yoga guru. Yeah, no, I I try to switch it up. I use a different one. Uh, there's about four or five that I use, and uh, uh, depends on the day. Huh. 
but it makes me feel a lot because like I then I have two days, you know, you like have your morning where you do your earn your money and then at night you can get fucked up. You know, like after dinner I go to the studio and like get wasted and pretend like I'm a producer, you know. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Take my shoes off, you know. <laughs> That's very yogi of you. Yeah. But it may, I mean because when I, I, I the reason why it happened is I was traveling a lot back when uh when uh when I could travel a lot. Sure, when music was a thing. Yeah, and then uh my back would always hurt. My digestion was all messed up, and I was just like tired. And then I was like, Traveling "I got to fucks you up." I got to do something to help my back, and then it ended up being a, a regular thing. But you like you stuck with the yoga. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's I weird. did it's I weird. did yoga daily for like four or five years in high school. It's the only reason that I'm flexible at all now. Yeah, but it's I don't know. It's it, it helps. I I miss it because I always I was always a swimming teacher. I always had access to a gym, so I always just swam or mm. ran on the treadmill. I didn't realize that exercise was that big a part of my life. And now that I don't mm. work in the gym, it's been hard adjusting. And that's been my... Yeah. I still should go probably run on the treadmill a couple times a week, but... Eh. I've always you, wanted... You, you've been... You left, the, you left the, the pool, like, what? Like, five years ago or something? I don't know. I'm not very good with time. Some, <laughs> something like that. What year is it? Oh, Lord, we're really... Are we on topic anymore? <laughs> Does anybody have, like, a real subject we should speak on? What's real? I don't know. I mean, I could talk about the visuals at the Massive Attack show, but I would just get yeah. Really you've been on this for you. You've been on this for a good deal. Let's I just, don't really like yeah. Massive Attack. Let's hear you talk about it. It was it was the most cringe thing I've seen in a long time. Was it Banksy? It was. You said it was like it, well, budget it was Adam actually Curtis, Adam right? Curtis, but it had all the like all the depth and insight of like a fourteen year old's first post on Reddit. So it's like the the new the ministry tour, the Antifa tour, like before the Wax Trex reunion. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like that. There was like honestly, like they were. It was a bunch of cobbled together images of like shit from the '90s, like Princess Diana, mixed with like images of Trump with Putin's face. Like, wow, never thought about that. Like, that's really deep. And then there would be text on the screen that was really the icing on the cake, where it was like. What if all conspiracy theories are just a conspiracy? And I was like, yeah, I can't believe I paid $80 to fucking be subjected to this. Did you use PayPal? Uh, (laughs) Could probably still get your money back. (laughs) Yeah, file a charge back. Like, Dude, the shit sucked ass. <laughs> but the music was good. You liked the show. The music was was great, except for the Avicii moment. Avicii. Oh, Avi- Avicii. oh yeah. What they do? They covered in Avicii. There was song? a ninety second. Like they they were doing covers all throughout the show of like tracks that influenced them, and they played Bella Lugosi's "Dead" from Bauhaus. That was sick. Um, they played a bunch of other tracks that I that I'm I kind of tomorrow. recognize, but I I don't know well enough to know what they are. I totally then, forgot that I'm seeing them tomorrow. I have I've had tickets since who likes massive a year ago. I do. It sounds like you should no, smoke some mids before I'm the show really and you'll have your mind fucking blown. Fucking excited for they're performing mezzanine, right? It's the yeah. mezzanine tour. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. does is Liz Frazier like Yes, there? she is and she sounds <gasps> literally unreal. Like her ah! voice is it's is beyond what I would imagine. It, I'm it, it just I'm it, really fucking excited, dude. Like I just yeah, thank you I've for reminding me that I have so. tickets to this. Horace Andy. And Horace, Horace Andy, Andy too. Is, yes. I've never heard Massive Attack. <laughs> You've never heard Mezzanine? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude. 
you've heard at least half the songs on it because you've seen commercials mm. and you've watched TV. And you know? you've watched movies it, with it where it's on the soundtrack. Isn't it kind of like Dizzy Rascal? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dizzy Rascal. No. That's Oi, what, what if every conspiracy was a conspiracy? <laughs> that's the streets. <laughs> no, it's it's beautiful, moody. It's it's everything. It's it's trip hop, you know. You guys are too young. I don't know what a too soft. I'm too young. Uh, I'm too young for trip hop. I didn't. Oh, I didn't I get love, trip hop. I love this album. We we talked. I about remember the. It's co- like, I remember it's the like cover. It's white school. and has the black mm-hmm. thing on it. Yeah. Uh huh. But I, 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 oh, you know what? I've been confusing so them with Portishead. Same thing. Who cares? Portishead is right, great same too. thing. As far as like, I I never heard only, either. I don't. Just know. the two albums. You know, the '98 one and the '93 one. That's all you need. You don't need all the other stuff. I don't need any of them. Okay, <laughs> fine. You don't need any of them, Will. But I do. Yeah, it's fine. People can listen whatever they want, but we should also be able to say, like, a, I don't like it. Yeah, Yeah, you can say you I've don't like it, but heard, I just I've want to know why. Because it uh, never connected with me. It wasn't interesting at the time when it came out to me. Huh. Weird. I was. I mean, what, you're in 1993? Yeah, mm, Dummy is from, like, 93. Yeah, I would mm, no, no. No, no. No, I wasn't into it. No, that was 93. I was probably like just getting over like Green Day. And yeah. then I was like, oh, wait, this is what can and Noi and Throbbing Gristle and shit like that. Yeah. So that wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't on my radar. It wasn't. Yeah. Well, for me, like stuff like uh, Throbbing Gristle and Noi came a little later for me yeah. so um i was four in 93 i think it was pretty deep into like frere jacques <laughs> frere jacques <laughs> um <laughs> i sold my i sold my sisters my you're, you're, you're born in 89 i was born in 89 yeah jeez i'm 85 so I'm, but i had an older sister she's or i have an older sister you had one all right all right she's uh nine years older than me so you know i had the gen x sister um, I was born in 77. She's Damn. 76. Yeah. <sighs> Does she have a good job or not? She's a dental <laughs> hygienist. She has a good job. Yeah. Damn. It's it not. She it's defi- actually not that good. Yeah, yeah but it's benefits decent. though, right? She definitely owns her yeah. house. She owns her condo, yeah. And has health insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a sick and job. Like a retirement plan. You had like a party photographer? No, not really. I think maybe like somebody, I don't, nobody really. Party photographer is another one of those roles that's kind of slipped by the wayside, right? Like there used to be people who had whole brands and whole careers built around that. Like a cobra <laughs> cobra snake? snake. Yeah. Hell yeah, cobra snake. We need to bring that back, I think. Maybe not, but you know. Maybe for for at least our like little bougie food events that we're trying to do. Is there is there a cobra snake? Maybe not Instagram? for like techno or whatever, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to not be on. You know, I've already told this saga many times about how often you try not to be on the fucking camera <laughs> and how increasingly impossible it is to oh, go yeah. out and not be on camera. Everything's documented. Snitcher and streamed. Snitcher. <laughs> Snitch app. <laughs> on that note.
this has been Basecamp Beta. Uh, we have a plug. First uh, major plug of Basecamp Beta is uh, we are doing a live Basecamp Beta panel discussion October 19th, Saturday, as part of the Interzone Festival. Now, there will be Peter Pan Donuts. We are asking, uh, it's a suggested donation. Please come out. We're going to have, we're still sort of finalizing who um, is going to be part of the panel, but uh, it's Cobra, Cobra Snake. Cobra Snake is going to be taking <laughs> pictures. Um, you should just have him on the panel. That'd be sick. That's true. Yeah, we could have a whole party photographer. He was LA based, though, right? Yeah, he was LA. Are you sure? I'm positive. He was extre- like fucking he was pathologically at LA. He was, he was he was here a lot too, but yeah, he, he might have been here first. LA. He might have gone to LA later because he was he definitely at a lot of parties here. We need Those to- party photographers got around, man. I'm gonna wonder about this. <laughs> well, you can look don't it look at don't look it up. I'm not gonna look, 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 look it up. I told you. Oh, 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 right. You just want to maintain that sense of wonder. Yeah, then I can pretend like I was right. You know. But come on out. Um, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. We'd love to see you all there. Um, we'll just be kind of doing this, but I guess uh, live. And uh, um, like I said, there will be Peter Pan donuts. Um, there will be some uh, soldering lessons in the in the next door room. Are you going to Skype in live or what? No, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna be just like a like a looming presence. I wish you were coming out for this. I know. It's far and expensive. Yeah, I know. One of these days we got to organize like something with all of us in person. Yeah, we we got we got to do like a base camp beta live but you can't put up all of us. You can't put up like a a, what do you call those things? Those big phones, but it's not a phone. iPad? Yeah. uh, (laughs) You can't put one of those with like your face and like a big phone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's a, that's a real actual, actual Silicon Valley thing that, that does actually happen. You like sit in a chair. You have your like a Herman Miller chair with your iPad (laughs) in. People iPad in. Yeah. You could have several of them. They could be like, uh, you know, you could have like your torso also. I I joked, but do you want to plug your. Yeah. Definitely. Will should plug his. I was really mad when you guys started your podcast. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. They beat me to it. Cause I had started working on it like secretly uh, a little bit before you, or maybe you, I don't know if we started at the same time or not, but you announced it. And I was like, God damn it. I'm doing one of those too. We, we were probably brainstorming it at exactly the same moment. Probably. And uh, um, so I started a, a podcast about the same time you guys did, but I've just now been releasing them because I was going to make a whole season. It's called Talk Video. It's been premiering on uh, The Lot because they helped me produce it. He gave me all all the software. and the, But it's a it's a video thing, like a little... And it's pretty much the same thing, but it's just me and one other person. And uh, we sit and we talk about stuff. And I had a bunch of people... Um, the one ten, the one ten, premiering tonight is Francois from The Lot. Um and uh, whatever I mean, whatever. Who did I have? I have Matthew McDermott? We talked about also. Um, who else is on there? Sybil is is, is uh, one of Katie's friends, friend of the show. And uh, Michelle Erfer did one. Nice, uh, another book, friend of the show. Yeah, booking agent from uh, uh, the bunker NYC, which is a different bunker from Global <laughs> Darkness. And uh, I don't. Yeah, I I just I'm glad you guys did it. Like now, I was really mad at first. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> 
but now I'm I'm okay. There's enough room for all of us. There's enough room for all of us. And uh, I'm glad there's more podcasts and like people being dorky and uh, talking about stuff because I mean, I feel like younger people can uh, realize what losers we all are and uh, <laughs> that they they can do it too. You know, like yeah, I think, I think that's important. Like uh, these, we days. can all fail together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm I'm glad that the podcasting thing is cool. It's like a, a there's a there definitely something going on we don't know the name of it we don't know what the outcome is going to be but uh there's a lot of stuff going on that it's cool to talk about it with other people you know and yeah uh, then, i agree then people from other places you know as as elitist and shitty as we are you know they can hear about it you know like i don't i don't know why our opinions are more important or should be documented but i i, th- I think of it ultimately as a kind of folk anthropology yeah, this is just it, folk it, anthropology. Wow. Yeah, that's that's actually hella real. That's hey, I went to a liberal arts school. Okay, <laughs> um, but no, like it, it, it's like it's a it's a casual way of kind of documenting like the actual lives and actual way that we interact. Um, I'm now just thinking about how after you know society is destroyed in the upcoming you know U.S. Iran war <laughs> in a hundred years this. Someone will be sifting through the the remains of American culture and find this podcast and say, "Wow, I geez, like." Gonna, uh, so I guess the biggest track was "Couldn't Get Arrested." <laughs> <laughs> that was like a huge cultural touchstone, and you know. But if that's all that we accomplish, then I think we've done our job. <laughs> but it's going to be erased. There's no. I mean, we need to make a, the data a analog. A podcast will no, be archived. How the revolution after, will be archived. After YouTube becomes sentient, it'll it'll maintain all of this important. So we're creating through this all this information we're putting on the internet now. We're somehow uh, artificial intelligence is going to crystallize. Why, um, I'm every episode. Yeah. That's why archivists set, so. are more and more relevant in this day and age. Uh, that's true. That's why I'm going into this that's profession. True. Get your library. You know, respect your uh, local library. But what if, you know, there's a huge solar flare in, and all our, our our hard drives are wiped. Curate, don't create. We, we shouldn't. We just. <laughs> we need to make like stone tablets of the transcripts, or, or like what? Yeah, I, I print. I print out the transcript to every episode. <laughs> like in, and, well, bi- and I bound it in a did ledger. You laminate it. Yeah, that, yeah. tattooed on your back. <laughs> <laughs> every episode of Basecamp Beta transcribed over one another on your back. It's like your college cheat sheets. You know? <laughs>